This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome back to another episode of 929, the award-winning podcast from Fiverr.com. As usual, I'm your host, Ishan Akbar, and I'm so excited about the guests that we've got for you this week. Our guest today is a grassroots activist and a community leader, and she's the star of Fiverr's new documentary, Out North, which is absolutely brilliant. Her name is Rashidat Fatuga, and she's the founder of Gideon's Army, which is a charity based in North Nashville in the United States. Now, they run missions such as the Violence Interrupters, where they patrol the streets to help defuse situations that could potentially escalate. Now, Rashidat talked to me about what she did when she felt the institutions weren't serving her. She came up with her own solution. So if you've ever found yourself thinking, hold on a minute, this isn't working out for me, listen to this episode because Rashidat will tell you why it's important to find your own solutions. What is the lesson you want to share with us today? If the institutions aren't working, make your own solutions. Well, now this is a very inspiring message. I've seen your documentary. It is absolutely amazing. And you're living, living and breathing that statement. Isn't that hard? If institutions aren't working, you find your own solutions. What does that look like? It looks like creating your own systems of safety within the community. So it is hard. And we focus on public safety with our violence interruption model. So as an alternative to policing, we have community-based people who are credible messengers who just really walk around the community, build relationships, and help to interrupt violence when violence occurs. Tell us a bit about the story. I'm sure people will see the documentary, but tell me a bit more about the story of Gideon's Army. I started Gideon's Army in 2010. I was a Metro public school teacher and I had a student who continually got in trouble. One day he told me that he wouldn't live to see 18 and basically there was no reason for him to there was no reason for him to keep trying. And you know, he struggled a lot throughout his life and in seeing his str- struggles I decided to start Gideon's Army. I won't say too much because hopefully people will watch the documentary, but I started yeah. Gideon's Army really to help out my students, to create a safer city for my children. Well, this is, I mean, obviously it's absolutely inspiring. And for so many of our listeners who might be in business or working in big organizations, they're thinking what you're doing is serious and it's important. And it's the kind of work that sometimes might make us seem a bit frivolous. But I guess for you, in a sense... You're trying to start something from scratch, with it, which a lot of our listeners will kind of have a bit of affinity to. How did you find making that transition from the classroom to wanting to set something like this up? 
I would say that I definitely had the entrepreneur's journey similar to the hero's journey in that it was so many bumps and so many trials along the way and finding funding and be able being able to be sustainable was extremely hard. And so the transition from the classroom to where I am now was an incredibly hard journey. And you mentioned earlier, you mentioned violence interrupters. What what does that mean? Who are they? What do they do? So violence interrupters are credible messengers. Credible messengers are people who come from the community that they've perhaps mm. lived a challenged life, a life of the streets, as some people like to say, but they've turned their lives around. You know, it's one thing for me as a teacher or a former teacher to talk to a child or talk to a young person or talk to an older person and say, you know, this is this is what's good for us. This is what's good for the community. It's another for someone to say, look, I have been through this. This is what is going to happen. This is how it works. This is how I came out. And this is how we can support you. And that's what the violence interrupters do. But even more than that, they work to build community. So they build relationships. They hold community events. They connect people to jobs. They support people when they're coming from incarceration. But in addition to Hmm. even all of that, If there is an act of violence that has occurred, they interrupt the violence. They interrupt especially retaliations. And so Mm. we've been able to bring violence, gun violence, shootings, homicides down by 7% in the community that we work in. And I don't know what 7% sounds like to our listeners, but it was the only statistically significant reduction in violence in our city. What's clear and coming through is that you've made the community a part of the solution. I guess people who are listening to this, who might not really make that connection, might think, well, hold on a minute, as uh, someone who's trying to run a business, and I don't mean to make it so kind of glib, but actually their customers or their clients, I guess, could be a part of the solution. Do you think that making your community a part of the solution is the reason why it's been so successful so far? Community leadership is imperative. It's not even that I definitely think, Mm. it's that I know that helping people to be self-empowered, we don't even empower the community. Like We tap into their own wisdom and listen to the voices and the needs of the community And I would say a lot of businesses hopefully do the same, you know, listening to your clients, listening Mm. to your customers to inform the direction that you will go in and making sure that the services you provide are relevant. For us, it's not really much different except that our community leads this work. What would you say to someone who's listening to this thinking, I feel like I can learn something from you, might not be the same thing that I'm doing. What would you want someone to learn from your experience? I would want people to learn to focus on solutions and to not get lost in the weeds of the problems Mm. that creativity Mm. really always trumps burdens. It always trumps obstacles. If you don't focus on the walls and the barriers, but focus on what it would take to fly, you'll fly. And you really have to be relentless Mm. about it. You know, when they say there is no plan B, that is serious. Like, it's okay to adjust your sails to the wind, but 
you still got to get out there and win. You still got to get out there in the water and mm. and you can't stop. And, and issues like systemic racism or mass incarceration, things that are heavily issues in the United States are so much bigger than little me and this little community that we live in. But you have to believe that you can push the needle. You have to believe that your idea really can impact society and focusing on the creativity and the, and the creation will always take you somewhere. You recently had a documentary made about the community work that you do. What was that like to have a film crew kind of following you around seeing what you do? That was really fun. It was really, really fun. Yeah. And I was surprised because when you're enthralled in this work, I guess like I never really thought about the story. And there have been people who said, you know, you need a documentary, you need to do a movie. And I'm like, we are not doing enough. Like there's so much to be done that I've never looked at what it could look like from the outside. And so to see it or to have people capturing our story it was just like a really powerful experience because stories matter. Stories mm. matter in social movements. Stories matter when you're building community. Um, stories matter when, when you're raising money. And, and we're pretty much entirely independently funded. Our city doesn't fund this work. Most cities do, but our city does not. We had to go and find our own money. Mm. And so... It felt so good to have someone actually want to hear our story. It was a very mm. powerful experience. Well, Rashida, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed that chat. Thank you so much, Ishan. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Rashida for such an inspiring chat. She really showed me that even when you feel like the odds are stacked against you or the problem's too big, you can always find a solution. I really recommend you go and see the documentary. It's called Out North. It's been produced by Fiverr and I highly recommend it. You can find it on Vox.com. Now remember, 929 is brought to you by Fiverr.com, a digital marketplace for freelancers. Please like, subscribe and share. Thank you so much. See you again soon. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.